Take it back a little old school job. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. We're going to hit it off right here. Welcome to the Real Sports Show, everybody. I'm your host, Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. Live in the building again, y'all. All right, so today's show, you know, um, we're going to talk about today the NBA playoffs. We're going to talk about game one of the Lakers Trailblazers game. We're going to talk about game two of the Lakers Trailblazers game. We're going to go in a little depth about the playoffs today and how the playoffs has been running around. And going on and on and on. We're going to talk about these Clippers. We're going to talk about the Toronto Raptors. And we're going to talk about a lot of different things on today's show, everybody. You know what I mean? And it, it, it it's we're going to start off with the game one situation of the Lakers Trailblazers game. And how all that energy that, that fed into game two. And, and the closing out of game two. And how game two just went dramatically the other way. That everybody didn't see that going. Or if you did see it coming that way, you know, it, it is what it is. <clears throat> All right. So, in game one, the Lakers looked horrible. The Lakers looked like they were just tired. Looking like they were just all over the place, scattered all over the place. They didn't know how to play basketball. They were down 36 to 25, you know, in the first quarter. You know, tried to come all the way back, not even scoring a measly 100 points. It took in the final quarter, in the, in the final of game one, the score was 193 with LeBron James averaging out 23 points, 17 rebounds, and 16 assists, which had a triple-double that night. Damian Lillard, or as everybody called him, Dame Dollar, you know, had a phenomenal performance in this game. You know, dropping 34 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists with one block in this game. Top performer of, to, of that game one situation here. AD, Anthony Davis, was nowhere to be found in game one. Couldn't score a bucket, you know, more than two points in the fourth quarter. When I say he couldn't score a bucket, he couldn't score a bucket, really. He only scored two points coming in the game one. And it, it, it was almost as if, you know, defense was horrible in game one. You know, I understand that everybody can get a feel for the game. Everybody understands that, you know, when you win the playoffs, you got to get a feel for the team, see how the team goes in the playoffs and everything else. I get that. I get that. We all get that. You know, you want to figure out how the thing's going and and. You want to settle down a little bit. You want to see how the game movement goes. You want to blow them out. Or you want to just win the game one. You're just so anticipating to win a game one that you thought the Trailblazers was something sweet. But they showed y'all they were ready. You know, in this game, three-point percentage in game one was 38% for the Lakers. Their field goal percentage was 39%. That is horrible. 
horrible, horrible. They were 13 to 34 from the three-point line. They were 31 to 79 from the field goal range in game one. Now, and now that's not just too bad, but the, you know they had a better three-point percentage than. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Portland had a 38 percent shooting average from three-point line. The Lakers had five of 32 in the free throw line. I mean, three-point line. I had to correct myself a little bit, though. I was reading the numbers wrong. <laughs> Try to give them a little some spark, but I didn't in game one. No, there was no spark in game one. Then field goal percentage was kind of dead even. 34-97 for the Lakers, 31-79 for Portland. You know, but at the end of the day, Portland outshot them. Portland didn't out-rebound, but they still wind up pulling out the game one on your home court in the bubble. In the bubble, they took home court. Even though this is a different environment, they still took home court in the in the game one situation here. But let's move right along. We're going to move right along here, everybody. We're going to move right along. Because in game two scenario here, <laughs> the Lakers came back and fired back. Anthony Davis was on fire last night. If anybody didn't see, if you didn't see that game last night, then something's really wrong with you guys. I just want to let y'all know. If you didn't see the Lakers Trailblazers game, game two scenario, something's really wrong with you guys. Y'all should have watched that game. That game was a hell of a game. Anthony Davis went out there, balled hard, 31 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block. Damian Lillard was nowhere to be found in this game because he only scored 18 points, three three rebounds, one assist, and averaged one still again. One still again. So, I mean, the Lakers was just out there balling. They played hard. They played. They came and showed up again on their home court, inside the bubble, that is. And they just showed the fans that, you know, hey, we woke up from game one. We woke up. Now, the Lakers are my team in this side, this bubble. Even though my Wizards couldn't find a way to get inside of the, um, couldn't find their way inside this bubble. They couldn't find their way at all in in the regular season games at all. Period. And I don't understand why. But we're not gonna talk about the Wizards right now. We're gonna talk about the Lakers Trailblazers game two scenario here, where this game could have gone either way. Psych, I lied. <laughs> but either way, still though, this game. The Lakers wasn't playing. The Lakers had them down, you know, in the in the third quarter. It was just, they just scored 32 points in the third quarter. And it was phenomenal. It was just like they were going off in the third quarter. Then come around in, this, in the fourth quarter, Lakers on, I mean, Lakers was dropping them. Just dropping them off. Just toying with them in the fourth quarter because they knew they was going to win this game. Final score in that game was 111 to 88. Didn't even let the, the Trailblazers score eight, I mean, 90 points. Couldn't even come up with 90 points in this game. Like, where was the defense? Where was all this, you know, where was all this spectacular, I mean, this spectacular offensive uh, gameplay that you, that you performed in in game one? Trailblazers, where you at, Portland? Where you at, Dane? Where you at, Melo? CJ. Hey, come on, CJ. Where you at, baby? This game is going to heat up. 
I don't have this game. I don't have this series going past five. Maybe six, but I don't have this series going past five. If y'all got anything better for me, I don't have this game series going past five games. I don't have it going past five games. I think the Lakers going to pull it out. Then the Lakers going to be in the second round. We're going to see them all black Mamba jerseys like we really want to see them in game in the second round of the playoffs, game one, whoever they might match up against and whatever the case may be is. But I do highly doubt that the Trailblazers is going to win this series. But like I said, it's going to be a fierce competitive contest and it, it, it can go either way. Either way it can go. Anthony Davis got to show up. LeBron got to show up. Everybody got to show up on the Lakers squad. Um, come on, Lakers. Y'all got to go out there. We got to win this game. We got to win three more games. That's all you got to win is three more games inside the bubble, and we're good. We're we done. We're done with Portland. You know, Portland's run could be stopped right here. Or are they going to come back on their home court inside the bubble? That is. And put on another performance against you all. Are they going to do it? Are they not going to do it? Are you going to show back up and be ready to play? Or are you not? Are you going to play scared? Or are you going to play going forward? It's time to nut up or shut up in this contest. It's time to put your guns. It's time to go out there guns blazing. We don't know how this matchup is going to end. We don't know where this matchup can go. Will it go to a game seven already in the first round of the playoffs? Will it go to a game seven? But like I told y'all, I don't have this game. I don't have this series going past game five. I don't. I I just really, it, 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 it bugs me to say that though, but I really just don't have this game. I, I don't really have this series going past a game five for the Lakers. The Lakers are going to win in game five, put them out, and let's move on to the second round. Let's move on to the second round. Let's see what's going to happen in the second round. But let's talk about the East for right now. And to, Toronto just won the night. They're up 3-0 in the series against Brooklyn. I got Toronto closing this series out game four and putting them off the court, you know, I just got this game going down the way it is. It's going to happen. I think Toronto has the better team for right now going into the second round. Milwaukee, y'all looking a little shaky over there against Orlando Magic. Orlando is coming in and showing up. You know, they're coming out, they're showing up a little bit. Y'all won the second game, but I really want to see how who's going to win the third game of this matchup. I want to know who's going to win it. Who's more hungry? Who's who's more savvy? Who's going to get out there and go out there and win this game? Giannis, you've been talking all year long. You was the MVP. Show that MVP performance. Show the MVP performance that we know you can have. You ain't, you ain't, uh, this ain't your first time going in the playoffs. This ain't your second time going in the playoffs. I need that fierce competitiveness in the playoffs. Because Orlando is showing up. You know, they ain't scared. They can play ball. So where are you guys going to show up at? Where are you guys going to be at? Let, let's see. We, I mean, I already got Milwaukee winning this series anyway. 
against the Orlando Magic. But if I am stunned and shocked and appalled that if Milwaukee loses to the Orlando Magics and I fiercely see, don't see that happening, I really don't see that happening. But if Milwaukee winds up losing in this series, that's going to be a mind-blowing shocker. But I don't have the Orlando Magic going past the second round, even if they do advance. But I doubt that Milwaukee is not going to, I mean, Milwaukee is going to get uh, just let up and let their foot off the gas pedal already right now. And we in the first round of the playoffs. I highly doubt that's going to happen. I extremely highly doubt that's going to happen. And I don't know who else will let that happen. So I don't think Giannis is going to let that happen. I don't think the Milwaukee Bucks is going to let them go down like that, though. But for the Philadelphia 76ers' sake, they're about to get swept. Philly, I'm sorry. I don't know what Joel Embiid is and y'all are doing. You know, Kimball Walker scored 24 points, top performer tonight. Eight, um, eight rebounds, four assists, two steals, and one block. Joel, I don't know how you're going to bring your team back, man. Y'all down 3-0. Y'all about to get swept, man. I know you're putting on the performance, but you ain't showing. Your team ain't showing up for you, bro. Your team ain't showing up for you. Philadelphia, I don't know where y'all going, man. I don't know what y'all are doing out there. I don't know what's going on inside this bubble. I don't know whether it's the fans not being there for you guys. That gets you guys going. But Boston is looking like they're going to sweep y'all in the next game. At least take one game out of the series. Make it go to a game five. Put the ball back in their court and make them beat y'all. But I fear that y'all going to get swept because nobody, I mean, you know, I think that y'all going to get swept. Y'all just going to get the sweep. Boston is going to sweep you guys, go to the second round. Boston came in hungry. They were ready to play. They are ready to get into the second round and do some damage in the second round, whoever they're going to face in the second round of the playoffs. I, I was, I thought this was going to be the, the sixes kind of year that they was going to go out there and, you know, get to at least the second round of the playoffs and not get put out by Boston. I can't stand Boston anyway, but it is what it is. But, Boston is about to go to the second round of these playoffs, regardless. They're going to the second round, and they're about to show up and show out. But their competition is waiting in the second round for them. Their competition is ready for them. Whoever they're going to play in the second round of the playoffs, whoever comes out of this playoffs in the first round, they're waiting for them. They're waiting on them. I want to see how Boston plays up against a better team. Any team that comes out of the first round that they got to play, I'm ready to see this go down the way it's supposed to. I want to know if Boston has all this charismatic charisma going into the second round. After sweeping, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers, they sweeping them like it's water underneath the bridge. It's just going to be a clean sweep and it's going to be over and done with just like that, though. Like I said, Toronto's putting out Brooklyn, even though Brooklyn doesn't have Kyrie Irving nor Kevin Durant playing on their team right now, though, and they're playing without their two mega stars. Brooklyn still is in the playoffs, and they're still trying to hold on. They're trying to hold on, though, but it's an unfair advantage when you don't have your two star players on the court. I'm just letting y'all know that. 
It's an unfair advantage when you don't have your two-star players on the court, even though Kevin Durant wasn't going to play this year anyway. But it's still kind of unfair advantage, though. But these boys have still been playing their hearts out. And shout-out to Brooklyn. You know, hopefully y'all can come back next year and let's run this all back again next year and see if y'all can put up a competition with Kyrie and Kevin Durant next year. You know, uh, I'm re- I'm ready to see that go down. Um Utah and the Denver Nuggets. Utah pulled out a uh, win, one twenty four to eighty seven against the Denver Nuggets to go up two one in the series tonight. Rudy Gobert on fire, twenty four points, fourteen rebounds, one steal. You know, th- this is about to be a good series right here too. I feel as though this is gonna be a good series. I seriously don't think this game is gonna go. I don't think they're gonna go past the game five anyway. Neither. I think that they're going to end this in a game five scenario and go ahead and go into the second round. I think I got Utah going into the second round. That's just my pick in this game right here. I got Utah winning it out in the game five scenario here, going into the second round. But for right now, everybody that's that's probably looking at the game going on right now, Clippers versus the Dallas Mavericks, the series is tied as of tonight. Clippers are looking to take a 2-1 lead in this series against the Dallas Mavericks, though. But like I said before, and I'll say this again, it's to whoever's hungry. I said this on the last show. It's about the warrior spirit. It's the heart of the warrior spirit. Who's hungry enough to take this game to, I mean, who's hungry enough to pull out and go to the game, um, go to round two of the playoffs? where everything heats up even more, where everything gets a little bit more faster, where everything gets a little bit more competitive in the playoffs. And I'm ready to see it. I know you guys are hungry for round two of the playoffs. I know you guys are ready to go into round two. I'm ready to go into round two, even though we're in round one right now. But the way these teams are cleaning house right now and the way these series are going right now, we got a lot of competition going in this series. We got a lot of it. A lot of it. And as we talk about that, though, um, Houston is beating OKC. The Houston leads this series against the Oklahoma City Thunder 2-0 to zero, with James Harden being one of their key players on the court for right now, though. That game is tomorrow night at 6 p.m., everybody. That game is going on tomorrow night at 6 p.m. When the show airs tomorrow morning. You guys will be getting the updates for um, to la- tonight's game and last night's game and the games prior to that, everybody. So I just want y'all to know that. I'm talking about games prior prior to last night and games for tonight, too. Um, but like I said, Houston is up 2-0, going, looking forward to go 3-0. Indiana versus Miami. Miami is up 2-0 with Jimmy B. Jimmy B. Jimmy Butler. They keep performing in their game right in there. They're looking forward to go up 3-0 against these Indiana, Indiana Pacers. And tomorrow night, also, Lakers Trailblazers game going on tomorrow night. Lakers look to take a 2-1 lead. Or Portland is looking to take a 2-1 lead on their home court tomorrow night. I'm going to be watching that game, and I'm going to be highly anticipating that the Lakers go up there and take a 2-1 lead in this series against the Portland Trailblazers. That is my team. That is my scenario here. Like I said, I don't have it going past the game five. 
So if y'all got to go past the game five, then put your seatbelts on. Let's take the ride into a game uh, after a game six or game seven scenario. Like I said, I don't have it going past there, but you all might. All right. Um, let's talk about some sad news in hockey, everybody. Let's talk about a little bit of sad news in hockey. Our Washington Capitals have been swept. No, I'm sorry, not swept, but they're out of the playoffs. They're out of the playoffs. You might as well say they were swept, even though they took one game out of the playoffs. I mean, out of the first rounder. But come on, man. Come on, y'all. I'm sorry to say this, though, but they're out of the first round. They're out in the first round. Where where was this fighting spirit at, man? This is a second year going out of the first round. Your first year, and y'all got put out again in the first round of the playoffs. Since the head coach left, since the head manager left, Barry Trouts left, y'all been put out the first round again and again. That's sad. We win one. We win one season. We win a trophy one season. Then after that, we go to get. We go to the first round of the playoffs. We get there, and we can't get over the hump. It's like we're at a stalemate now in the first round again, and we try to find our way as hockey players. You know what it takes to win a championship. You know the hunger, the desire. Wake up. Wake up. And do better next year. Wake up. And let's get out of the first round again in the playoffs. Let's move on to the second round. Let's let's get into the third round. Wake the hell up, people. Wake up, Caps. You know what to do. Alex Ovechkin, I don't know what the hell you're thinking, what you're doing. Stop all the drinking. Stop all the partying. It ain't time to party no more. It's time to get back to the championship mindset that we had before two years ago. Bubble or no bubble, it's time to get back into our mindsets of winning championships. It's time to get back into doing what we do best and win. Get that championship mentality back. Get that warrior spirit back. And let's go out there and whoop ass next year. They're talking about a change in D.C. for the Capitals, too, as well. Not no name change, but they're talking about a change with the Capitals next season. Maybe or maybe not. They're talking about it. A lot of people that were on the team this year might not be on the team next year. But we need to get out of the first round of the playoffs. And coach, whoever you may be, I don't know your name for sure right now, though, but we'll find out your name later on down the road. You need to coach these boys up. You need to have their championship mindset too as well. You need to get your fierce competitiveness back on the ice too as well. Make them pick up some trash. Make them clear the net. Make them clear the net. Let's get more, sco- let's get more uh, scores on goals um, on the net. More scores on the net. More goals on the net. That's what I should say. More goals on the net. Because nobody wants to see a losing team. We got too many losing teams going on right now in D.C. and Maryland right now. We got too many of that going on. 
And I'm talking about the Washington football team last year. And I'm talking about the Washington Wizards this year. We don't know what the Washington football team is going to do this year. But last year, yeah, we're going to race last year. We're going to come in this year and we're going to try to win something this year. We're going to try to do better this year than we did last year. We're going to put up a fight this year and score more touchdowns this year than we did last year. But for you Caps, we need to get more goals. We need to put more goals on the, you know, we need to put more goals. We need to shoot that puck inside the net. We need to get more goals on the net. More shots on the goal. We need to be attacking fast on the ice. We need to crowd the net. Get our net uncrowded. Because that's why they're getting more goals than we are. Because they're crowding our net with shots on the goal. With the shots on the goal. Because you guys aren't stopping them. You're letting them score. That is ridiculous. That this is the second year you guys have been put out of the playoffs in the first damn round. That's sad. And it ain't even against our rival. It's not even against the rival team. The Penguins. It's against your former coach. And the New York Islanders. And we have beaten this team before. I don't know what makes it so hard this time frame to beat them again. In four games. Five games. Six games. I don't give a damn. What makes it so hard for you guys to go out there and just win? Oh, maybe this year they got the better hand of you. I I can say that last year. You know, maybe the third time's a charmer for you guys. Maybe next year might be the charmer for you guys. Maybe coming in next year maybe be might be something different for you guys to go in there and make something happen. Maybe that was the motivation that you guys need to go forward. Maybe that's the, what you need to go forward. But Ovi, Oveskin, I need you to be that team captain that you was two years ago, baby, when we won the championship. I need you to go out there and fight harder. I need that. We need that all right now. We need a lot of that right now. And if we can't get that, then you know it is what it is. All right, so we're going to move forward with a little bit of football talk here. Um, Some sad news in Washington again, too, as well. But we know he's going to bounce back. We know he's going to get better. We know that um, everything is going to work out for him. Our head coach, Ron Rivera, was diagnosed with cancer. I mean, he reveals a cancer diagnosed this uh, yesterday uh, night. Or I should say yesterday afternoon, he revealed that to everybody around the world and around the football team that he is going to do better. They got it early. They caught it early and that, you know, it's not going to affect him as much as we thought it was going to do. But they made in a statement that, you know, that the healthcare team did catch it early and that he 
will be doing he is doing better, you know, he's gonna be good to go in no time frame. Hopefully everything will be uh good and he gets rid of this cancer. Uh Robert Verse said they they said if you feel strongly, do it. Don't slow down, do your physical activities, but everyone keeps telling me by week three or week four you'll start feeling it. <laughs> but it is what it is. I'm, he says, I'm planning on coaching, and the doctors encouraged me to do it. So let's do it. Let's keep going, coach. Let's keep going, coach. We wish you nothing but the best of recovering. We wish you nothing but the best to go out there and coach this football team up, and let's get them where we need to go. You know, we don't want any distractions this year. We want to go all out this year. We really want to go all out this year. And so, why not do it? Let's go out there and find out what we made up this year. All right. So, <laughs> I got some news out in Buffalo um, that just came out six hours ago, everybody. Josh Norman is out indefinitely after picking up a hamstring injury. This, uh, this, uh, actually six hours ago, he said, I mean, they say in this message, we don't know how severe, um, the severity exactly those things take time. I mean, some time to, uh, to get good and, and ready on, I mean, read on to get a good read on McDormand said he'll continue to learn and be out there when he can. The biggest thing right now is that he maximizes his treatment opportunities so he can get back out there as quickly as possible. Norman injured his hamstring at practice Thursday when he was tripped up during an interception return. The 32-year-old signed a one-year deal, $6 million deal with the Buffalo Bills in March after Washington released him in February. So he's on a one-year deal right now. He's out of this season indefinitely. Damn, Norman, your troubles, is, it's, it's not a trouble. I wouldn't say troubles. But it looks like you just can't win right now. You're not winning right now. You get burnt all last year. You get sat down last year. Um, Then now you come in this year and now you're hurt. And you're out of the season indefinitely with a hamstring injury. That that's something that you know. That's just bad. That's just bad juju, right there. It's just bad juju. You get kicked off. You get released from a team. Um, and then you go to Buffalo. You go to a new team, and then you get hurt and injured before the season even starts. And that's sad to say that though, man, because I would have loved to see you in the Bills uniform going out there playing hard. And see what you could do on another different on a different team and a different caliber team. Love what you could see. Uh, I would have loved to seeing what you could have did here in Washington, though, for another year. But it wasn't. It wasn't gonna work out this year. It wasn't gonna work out next year. It just wasn't gonna work out with us, though. It it wasn't. We need a safety. We need a cornerback that can go out there and play hard. I mean, we understand that you play hard. We understand that you play physically there, but. It just wasn't getting the job done. You wasn't that physical. You wasn't that, 
you you just wasn't the presence that we needed on the field. What we wanted on the field was your physicalness, your you know your your roughness, your 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 eyes for the ball. We wanted all that. Your mechanics, but it dropped off after injury. After injury, you just got hurt. Just hurt. Now you're out of this season. Now, man, I'm just my prayers go to you, man, that you get right, man. You know, I hope that you get right this year. And so that way you can get on a new team next year. Or if you come back to this team this year, we can see how you play out this year, though. We, we go, we're just going to see. It's just bad juju, man. And it, it it's not your fault, but we just got to see what's going to happen. All right. So here's where I want to take y'all to right now before we go on this quick commercial break here. But actually, you know what? I'm going to take a brief commercial break right here before we go into our, you know, New England Patriots deal. Cam Newton in the New England Patriots uniform. So we'll be right back with more of the Real Sports Show, everybody. Coming up next on the Real Sports Show, everybody, we're going to talk about Cam Newton, all right? Hey, y'all. It's Tony. I'm here today to tell you about my small business called Financially Tone. Financially Tone provides bookkeeping services to small service-based businesses who are looking to free themselves from the stress and confusion of dealing with the books on their own and who want to devote more time to other things like growing their business, traveling, or spending time with their family. We provide full bookkeeping services, which includes accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll. We also provide cleanup services and QuickBooks setup. If you're interested, please reach out to us and let us know how we can help. You can reach us on our website at financiallytone.com. You heard it here first on The Realist Sports Show. All right, everybody. Welcome back to The Realist Sports Show. Um, So, like I told y'all, we're going to talk about a little bit about Cam Newton. Does anybody find it strange that Cam Newton is wearing a New England Patriots uniform. Did anybody see all like all the pictures that he took in the New England Patriots uniform this year for playing this year in New England? I don't know. Call me crazy. Call me silly, though. But don't it look weird? That shit looks weird as fuck. And I ain't going to lie. It looks weird. I, 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 I just don't know. I've just never seen anything like this before. Cam and his presence in New England with Bill Belichick as your head coach. Yes, Bill Belichick is going to get the best out of you. Yes, Bill Belichick is going to find the talent around you or maybe not. But it just looks very, very weird and very, very awkward just to see him in that New England Patriots uniform, though. I'm not, I, I, I mean, for me, I'm just not ready to see that this year. I'm just not. I'm used to so seeing him in Carolina playing in that Panthers uniform and just going out there balling out. Even though he got hurt, but I'm just used to seeing Cam Newton in a in a Panthers uniform. It just doesn't look right to me. And I know it probably ain't sitting right with you guys right now, though, or you girls right now, but this ain't sitting right with me. <laughs> 
It's really not. But I guess we got to get over it. I guess we got to get, we're going to have to live it this year. We're going to have to see how that plays out this year. And like I said, it's something that's going to be a sight to see this year with Cam Newton in a a New England Patriots uniform. I I want y'all thoughts on it. I want y'all opinions on it. And, uh, you know, y'all can always hit up the Facebook page, the Real Sports Show sports uh, sports page that we have out there. And y'all can always leave your comments on the page. Y'all can also leave y'all, um, leave us some messages on your comments about the show. I mean, and anything else, leave a rating down there or do whatever the case may be is at the Real Sports Show's Facebook page. All right, everybody, the Real Sports Show's Facebook page. Or leave a comment down at the bottom of the Apple iTunes comment box. Leave a rating down there for the show. And uh, tell us what y'all think about the show. But we're going to move a little bit along to the Washington football team a little bit today. We're going to talk about that tonight uh, on the show. Uh, There is... One thing that I just we just all found out today that rookie tight end Thaddeus Moss did not make the cut today. He was released today, and Washington has added some depth to their offensive line by signing Josh Garrett and offensive tackle David uh, Steinmetz. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. Meanwhile, they waived the injured Thaddeus Moss, the son of Randy Moss. Injury, injury, injury prone. All right. So in another statement by J.P. Finley today, says that Washington released LSU tight end. That is Moss with the injured des- injury designation. If he clears waivers, he lands on the WFT IR list. Not really a surprise. The Washington football team's IR list, injury reserve list. Not really a surprise. He was barreled participating the last few days, and the tight end coach Pete Homer Honer didn't seem thrilled with Moss anyway. What Moss was, I mean, what with what Moss was anyway. So that tells me his injuries has caught up to him. That means that you know it, it was a big it was a big team signing this year. Though we 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 seen it in the draft. You know, we was a big pickup. We thought this man was going to be uh, on this football team, and we wanted to see what was going to happen with this football team and, and with him being on there, whether he's going to be a blocking tight end, whether he's going to be a receiving tight end. However the case may be is, though, we was all waiting to see what they was going to do with him anyway. But too many injuries. Injuries have caught up to him, and young Thaddeus Moss will be out this year. They released him this year, and he will be put on the Washington football team's Injury reserve list if he can make it through his medical, physicals, and everything else that he has to do. Thank you for joining the team, Thaddeus, but hey, it wasn't going to work out for you this year. All right. So, with that all being said, we got a big quarterback battle here, everybody. We got some big quarterback battles going on here in Washington. Kyle Allen is out there. Young, uh, Young man. Name is my boy, 
Y'all already know who I'm talking about. We ain't we gotta, you know, we ain't we gotta do all that. Even though y'all know who I want to talk about, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, y'all thought I forgot his name, didn't y'all? <laughs> Might have did for a second there, but y'all would never know about it. And we got our Wiley veteran, you know, out there, Alex Smith. This this quarterback battle and this quarterback room is going to be phenomenal this year. I, I just have to say that. It's going to be phenomenal this year. And I'm ready to see what these young boys is ready to do. And I'm ready to see what Alex Smith can do. How would they use Alex Smith? Would he be the backup quarterback? Would he be the third string quarterback? How would they use him this year? Going into this season, new playbook, new everything. It's like he gets a whole do-over again this year. And it's like he gets the everything done over the way he wants it this year. Alex Smith is getting a brand, a brand new do-over. A brand new do-over. And everybody's anticipating him to come out there and play this year. Also, a lot of people are anticipating Dwayne Haskins playing this year at first string. In the first string lineup this year. So, and both, all three players have been getting a lot of first string reps this year. All of the player, all of these players, the three players that I just named, Dwayne, Kyle, and Alex have all been getting first string reps this year. This, this training camp is going to be phenomenal. This season is going to be phenomenal at quarterback. I'm just waiting to see who's going to be the hungry man to come out of here. First string quarterback, day one, ready for Game one against the Philadelphia Eagles. Who's going to come out there and line up and call the play? I mean, and make the plays out there on the field. Who's going to do it? I just want to know who's going to do it. All right, everybody. We're going to move right along here. Because we're running out a little bit of time here tonight, everybody. We're going to run out a little bit of time. I want to get into, before we go into more football talk, trying to switch it over to the women's basketball team right now, the Washington Mystics. I, I'm I'm happy with you guys this year, but I'm not really looking at you guys this year. I'm not really too happy. You, you, you ladies are ranked third in, in the... In the Eastern Conference this year, y'all third, y'all. I'm sorry, y'all in fourth place right now. Your record of three and seven this year, and we came off a good year last year. And for right now, it's not looking like it's not looking too good for you ladies this year. It's not looking too good. And I hope we can get out of this quagmire situation of this losing this seven game losing streak that the the Mystics are on right now. I need the Mystics to come out there and I need y'all to start winning basketball games again. We can't let last year, we can't let the last time we won a championship game, the last year that we won the championship, go to waste. I need y'all to come out there fierce. I need y'all to come out there more competitive. I need y'all to come out there with more fire and energy. In this next game, even though you guys lost the last game that y'all played, I need y'all to come out there more with more fire. I need you ladies, uh, and I know I keep saying guys, but I'm sorry. I need you ladies to go out there and win. I want you ladies to go out there and win. Win. Win by any means necessary. Win. Because the basketball team, the men's basketball team didn't do it this year. The hockey team didn't do it this year. 
I need you ladies to get out of this quagmire situation and let's get back on the winning streak that we need to be on. You ladies have put you ladies have put your heart out there time after time after time again to win a championship and bring a championship to Washington, D.C. I need you ladies to get back on that road again and let's pick it back up the pace and let's go out there and just do it again. Do it again. Whether you get to the playoffs or not. I mean, I'm sorry. Whether you get to the championship game or not, I need you I need you ladies to get to the champ. I mean, to at least the playoffs. I need you ladies out there to win this, to win at least some games so we can get into the playoffs. And then let's turn it around in the playoffs and make it to a championship game. Win, lose, or draw. At least we came back. Win, lose, or draw. At least we came back. That's all I can say about that, ladies. Come on, ladies. I know we don't have a lot of our key players. I know we don't have Chrissy Tolliver no more. She's back with the uh, the Sparks. But I need you ladies to get back in this. I need you ladies to start playing basketball again. I need y'all ladies to get back on top. Or at least get back in the second place. Let's make it, ladies. Let's make this work for us this year. Let's get back out of this quagmire. Let's get out of this quagmire situation. Let's hold on. Let's get back in the third place at least. Let's get in the third place. Then we can move our way up to second place. But we got to get out of this quagmire situation now. Even though it's the beginning of the season, but we need to get out of this quagmire situation now, ladies. Come on now. Come on, ladies. Let's pull it out. Let's do what we got to do. And let's get out of this quagmire. Now, we're going to talk about a little bit of baseball. All right, so a lot of teams in baseball are going down right now because of COVID-19. A lot of players are catching COVID-19 right now. And there is a lot of things going on in the baseball organization right now that people are looking into. Like I told y'all before, I don't see foresee this game going on too much longer, though. Too many players are catching COVID-19. Too many things are going on. And it's not enough time, you know, or is it enough space for people to not catch this COVID situation here? What, do they need to go inside of a bubble? Do we need to put y'all inside of a bubble? What would it take to, for players and coaching staff and people not to catch COVID-19? I think baseball could have been played inside of a bubble, inside of an arena. I mean, a field that was built inside and could have made it work play on a neutral site where all the players and everybody just go to a neutral site and play baseball and do it like the NBA does it, do it like the WNBA does it, do it like any other sport is doing it this year besides football. Besides football. I want to see baseball happen. I want to see some games in baseball. I want to be able to attend some baseball games going forward. Not now, but going forward, I want to attend some baseball games. The Nationals, y'all are down in last place in the in the NL East. In the National League East, y'all in last place. Come on now, y'all got to pick out this quagmire too. You guys have been in the quag, you're three and a half games back out of first place. In the, in, in the National League East right now. You're three and a half games out. Y'all need to step it up. 
this cannot be another season where it goes like a roller coaster. Even though we just lost Steven Strasburg for it right now, y'all got to get out of this quagmire situation. You guys got to pick it up the pace. You got to start throwing pitches better. You got to start hitting the ball better. Hey, coach, we need you out there, coach. We need you to step this, step up their batting a little bit. We need to see home runs again. We need to see some players going out there hitting the ball well. Because I'm sorry to say this, but 9-13 ain't going to cut it right now. It's not bad, but 9-13 just ain't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it for me, and I'm not going to let it cut it for D.C. at all, period. Y'all need to get out of this quagmire situation, too, as well. We don't need another losing season. After a championship season, we don't need a losing season. Y'all need to step it up. Y'all need to step it up. Don't wait till the second half this time frame. Because a lot of teams ain't going to wait around to the second half of of this year just to put y'all out. They're hungry. They want a title. They want the bubble title. If you want to, if y'all, if we want to call it something like that this year, we want a bubble title. What is a bubble title? Meaning that everybody this year, we're in the COVID-19 season. So that means this is the bubble season. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is the bubble season. That means the title this year is going to be called the bubble title. It's going to be a championship title though, but it's going to be called the bubble title. I need y'all to step it up. I need y'all to get out there and let's play some sports. Let's play some baseball. Get out there and do your damn jobs so we can win some games. I need to see 10 and 13 coming up next. I need to see 14 and 13 coming up next. I need to see 15 and 13 coming up next. 15, 14, even something like that. Don't let your losing streak go higher. Let that come down. Let the winning streak go up. Win 10 games straight. Win five straight. Let's get out there and play some baseball, man. Stop letting this. Y'all get y'all getting too hyped around these this, this game this year. These games this year because we in a bubble. That don't mean shit. It doesn't mean shit. Get out of the quagmire. You got 60 games. To, you got 60. All we had to play this year was 60 games. 60. 60 games and a playoff game. And a championship game. Let's go out there. Let's win this thing again this year. And let's go home with a title. Let's play at home with a title. But if y'all don't want that this year, if y'all don't want that to happen, then move out the way. Get out of the way. The Capitals in laws, the Wizards in laws, and the damn Mystics are on a losing streak. A seven-game losing streak. And if I miss the team that was on a losing streak or if I miss somebody else, then damn it, y'all need to get out of this quagmire situation and let's start winning in D.C. again. Get out of it and let's start winning. Washington football team, y'all are up next. Don't start the season off wrong. Let's start the season off right. Because I'd be damned. 
big things to come into DC. Major changes to come into DC. And damn it, if it ain't gonna be a good change coming in DC, it's gonna be a whole cultural change in DC. We gotta get out of this quagmire. We got three championship teams in DC. Three. We got the Mystics, we got the Washington Nationals, and we got the doggone Capitals. I need to add two more names to that list to make it five. Two more names to that list to make it five. That's being the Wizards and the Washington football team. Since we couldn't do it as the Washington Redskins, let's at least see if we can do something this year and make a playoff run this year as the Washington football team. Maybe next year will be our name will be here next year or sometime this year we'll have a name for our team this year or next year, whatever the case may be, is because the Red Wolves are coming. The Red Wolves are coming to D.C. properly, hopefully. Whatever they decide to name this team, whatever the franchise goes with, they're coming. And we don't want to start them off on the wrong foot. New name in the building. We don't want to start that name off on the wrong foot. I'm glad we got rid of Darius Geis because he got some more problems going on in D.C. Back at his college. I'm glad we got rid of him now. That bastard could have gone. I was with you on your team. I was with you. But you broke our hearts because you did something stupid. You did three things stupid. You already was injury prone in the beginning, so... That just makes no difference. That just makes whatever. Let's see if we can get out of this quagmire situation, people. DC, come on, y'all. Y'all need to stand up with me. We need to get our teams back on the road again. We need to get our teams back up there and running again. And we need to get our teams ready to roll. We need to get ready to roll, everybody. But I want to thank everybody for listening to the show tonight. I want to thank everybody for supporting the show. If y'all want to support this show, y'all can support the show for $0.99, cent, $4.99, and $9.99 at the Real Sports Show's Anchor page, Spotify page, or however else your, your website allows you to prom- um, support this page and support this show, everybody. Thank y'all. I love y'all. We're going to welcome back DJ Curry um, on the show. He's still out there, you know, doing great, amazing things. He's collecting information. He's getting all this game information ready to go. We're going to welcome him back sooner or later on the show. We're just waiting on him to get back off his flight. You know, waiting on him to, you know, drop down, touchdown, so we can get our season back rolling again, so we can get everybody back and ready live again. But y'all have been here in another edition of the Real Sports Show, y'all. I'm your host, Mark, a.k.a. the vet. And we out.
Cause you can't fuck with his last joint All the women for it And he was born to raise hell With the culture boys And if you're friendly Yeah You better come for it This is the story of a warrior No, you know it Hey y'all, I see y'all, I hear y'all, y'all hear me again on the next show. I'm out.